So some, some bus drivers in King County Metro started complaining about feeling sick because so many people were doing, they're smoking the fentanyl, they're smoking the blues on the buses as the bus drivers are driving. And this isn't secondhand smoke. This is firsthand smoke because not all the smoke goes up into the pipe where the guy is smoking, right? It goes out into the bus and the bus drivers are saying, hey, I don't want to do this. I'm getting sick. So the University of Washington in its infinite wisdom. I mean, it's a, it's higher learning, right? And this is how dumb it becomes. Uh, they're going to do a study on the effects of smoking in the buses. Well, they come up with 100% of sampled MAX trains down in the Portland area test positive for low levels of meth. 100%. Every single damn train that they sampled had some residue of meth on the bu- on the train. So you're like, all right, you want to take the train? No, no, I don't. Let's get into it. Here we go. <laughs> TriMet says it's working to combat drug use following a study of drugs in the air and on surfaces of buses and MAX trains, as well as several other transit services across the Pacific Northwest. Because we lead the country in drug use. Yeah. And then Oregon leads the country in having the least accessible facilities for addiction services. So you can see how that one's going. That's an equation. You don't have to be a mathematician. You don't even have to be a college graduate, which I am not, (laughs) to recognize that this equation isn't going to go well. According to the tests, 100% of sampled surfaces and TriMet lights rails tested positive for low levels of meth. That's comforting. That's comforting. Other findings across TriMet found low levels of fentanyl across 37.5% of air samples collected and 50% of surface samples as positive for fentanyl. That is that is not where you want to be with your public transport, is it? 50% of surface samples positive for fentanyl? That's not good. The study conducted by the University of Washington You know what? And I'm running uh, this weekend. I'm running a uh, sailgate, taking my boat, taking about 30 people out in front of Husky Stadium. They do their thing. It's one of my kids' crews, the fraternity, Pi Kappa Phi. And, um, you know, the guys and their girls are going to hang out on the boat, do their thing. And then you wave down a little boat and it comes by and grabs all the people in a couple of different runs. Well, this is the University of Washington. So, you know, go dogs. But University of Washington is so woke. I mean, it's just like, oh. And that's where I went to school, and that's why I enjoy ripping on this, because it's so ridiculous. It was done by placing air pumps on board and collecting samples from seats, windows, and doors in 30 transit buses and trains across the Pacific Northwest, including in Portland and Seattle. So the Oregonian did a study on this, and the article they read, they wrote, was like, ah, it's not that bad. I mean, it's, it's, it's low levels of math and fentanyl it's not that big of a deal i mean it it's 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 almost healthy for you you know i mean you want to introduce some toxins into your system so that you know when you hit a real big dose that you're okay yeah they didn't say that and i'm making total fun and that's not in their article but that's kind of that's the feeling you get when you read it you're like they're almost encouraging taking the bus because it's not a big deal it's no issues. It's no issues. Ride the bus, ride the train, do what you want. Cause yeah, it, it's not that bad to have, you know, a little bit of fentanyl, a little bit of meth on board. I mean, yeah, you know, maybe don't lick your hand after you open up the door or whatever, 
But, um, you know, you put your hand on the railing because everything's automatic doors now, right? So samples on 21 TriMet light rail vehicles break down into the following. Here we go. So of the 16 air samples, six of 16 positive. That's in the effing air. It's just floating around. It's random. You know, over a third. That doesn't make me feel very good, does it? Meth, 16 out of 16, positive, 100% air sample. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cocaine, one out of seven was positive in the air. You got coke in the air. I don't know if this is going to deter people or if or if addicts are going to be like, oh, God, all we got to do is just lick the railing on the bus and we're going to get high. You know, can you see that? All right. Of 26 surface samples, this is, this is the surface. That was air. This is surface. Fentanyl, 13 out of 16 positive, 50%. Those numbers don't make uh, any sense at all because 13 out of 16, again, not a college graduate and my math isn't that great, but I did get through college calculus, not high scores, probably like C minus D plus type scores. But, you know, I was having some fun at the time too, working a lot, didn't really care. Um, that number doesn't make sense. Meth, 26 out of 26 positive, 100%. Cocaine, six out of six sample, 100%. That's surface samples, folks. Surface samples. Nothing says, hey, come ride the bus, get on the train. Then uh, six out of six sample, 100% for cocaine and 100% for meth. Ugh. 42 samples overall, 19 out of 42 positive, 45% for fentanyl. Meth, 100%. Coke, 54%. So does this shock you? Not at all. To me, not at all. Because you got people that get on the bus, that ride around the bus, because, you know, windows and it's this environment where they can light up. And, you know, they don't have as much wind going around as they do on the outside. And then they don't even have to, they can just crash out on the bus. I'm riding the bus and they're not paying for it. Because nobody's charging for any of their public transport anymore, right? It's all optional. You can pay if you want, if you don't want to pay. And then we wonder why city budgets are just going right down the toilet. So what's going to happen is all these cities, you know, when, when, you, when you've got, this is what's, what's taking place in your public transportation. It sucks anyway, right? It, it already sucks. It, it just, it, it sucks. And so then you add this on top of it and you're like, okay, this sucks even more because now we know. Although people in the Pacific Northwest, they're probably going to go, eh, it's all right. It's all right. It, I mean, it's not that bad. I mean, I, I'll take my children on there. I won't, you know, I won't take my two-year-old, but, you know, because they'll put anything in their mouth and I don't want them to die. But, yeah, I still support public transportation. That's how people here in the Pacific Northwest, it's embarrassing. It's just straight up embarrassing. Let's be honest, here in the Pacific Northwest, our public transport is so bad that everybody just demands to drive a car. That's what we do. Public transport? No. Got this light rail system that's coming. We'll see if that if that happens. But um, all right. So here's what TriMet says they want to do. Here's the cha- the changes that they're going to make as a result of this study being made. I want to know, hey, is this bad for the bus drivers? Is this bad for the train drivers? Is this, you know, how's this impact them? Well, it can't be good, right? Can't be good because these guys and gals are complaining of feeling sick. Understandable even if it's low levels, because this is what the samples are picking up. If you're in a bus or if you're in a train where somebody's smoking, you're going to you're gonna inhale some of that, right? You're going to inhale some of that. That's what I want to know. All right. When you're sitting next to that meth addict or that fentanyl addict and they light up, 
What's that going to look like? What does that air sample look like? That's what I'd want to know. But oh, we're not going to get that. We're not going to get that because it's the University of Washington. It's woke. It's no go. So here's what TriMet, the entity that basically runs public transportation down in Portland area, says the following changes are being made. They're going to increase security personnel for more onboard presence. All right. Good luck with that. That's a no go. Don't care. Updated TriMet code to address illicit drugs. Okay. So you're going to change the code in your bylaws, whatever it is, you're going to change your code to address illicit drugs. So you're going to identify now that people are doing drugs on your trains and your buses. All right. Okay. I mean, your drivers have been complaining about that for a long time. So this is news and this is what you're doing. All right. Okay. Yep. Sounds about right though. Updated standard procedures for when someone is seen smoking drugs on board. Uh, here, here's, here's what that looks like. All right. You're going to identify that they're smoking drugs on board. You're not going to interact with them because you might get killed. Don't know. These people are volatile. They're on drugs. They're on wacky drugs and they're probably mentally unstable to begin with. So don't interact with them. Report it to your nearest supervisor and let them report it to the police. It's going to go nowhere. It's going to go nowhere. Nowhere at all. Nowhere at all. I mean, you don't have enough cops to do anything about this. You know, I mean, what are your security personnel? What are they going to do? Are they going to tell people to, to stop? Who's going to listen to them? Are they unarmed? Probably. Whole thing is just a massive joke, isn't it? It's, it, 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 it's, it's so embarrassing. Our riders, operators, and other employees deserve to use our system without being exposed to drug use. Yes, they do. But this is part and parcel of a much greater problem. You've basically allowed the legal use of drugs in your communities. What do you expect would happen? What did you think would happen? Eh, more needs to be done to ensure that transit and other public spaces are safe and comfortable for everyone. Yes. Yes, you do. But this is part and parcel of the bigger doom loop that is happening in these cities, right? Into the downtown core. Nobody wants to drive into downtown Seattle. It's a pain in the ass. Portland, same thing. You get a bunch of traffic and it's like, oh, this sucks. I don't want to do this. Even with the limited number of levels of people that you have going into the downtown cores, difficult to get to. So, you know, the people are, are, are trying, cities want to force people to use the, the metro because then you have better flow of people into the city. You can get more people efficiently in there. But when you got this kind of stuff going on, yeah, it's going to have the opposite effect. And the more that this stuff comes out that, hey, yeah, the trains and the, you know, and they're not real safe because uh, you might take a little hit as you get in there and, you know, breathe that, uh, breathe that meth dust. That's what it is, right? Tiny little particulates in the air. As more people figure out, fewer people are going to take the train, the fewer people are going to take public transportation, got less revenue coming in. Cities have a massive budget deficit. They're going to have to cut services. They're going to have to cut, you, you know, the folks, the safety passenger people. You're going to have to cut those. You're not going to have people for this budget. So that's why this doom loop, they talk about the doom loop. This is part of that doom loop. As you have less money to make these systems safer, make them you know more drug free you know it's going the wrong way you're going to have less buses you're going to have less routes you're going to have less safety personnel so this whole thing is just like all right yeah it's about what we thought it's actually probably worse it's it's worse it's worse for sure the concentration of drugs detected in the air and on the surface in this study were extremely low and would not cause harm to trimet riders and operators mhm 
And we know this how? Because we've studied it over what period of time of human beings taking this stuff secondhand, firsthand, in the course of their occupation? What study do we have there to, to, to prove that? Is this kind of like doctors back in the day saying smoking was fine? It's okay. You know, they have those commercials where the doctors are, you know, they're just sitting there smoking. I don't even have a pen around I could fake that with, but you know, they're just smoking away. Oh, it's not that bad. You know, making smoke rings. <laughs> yeah. There's no threat to the public related to these study results. And individuals who use public transportation for travel needs should continue to feel safe doing so. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about you ride the bus for the next couple of years? I'm going to drive my car. Yeah, that's what we're doing here. The union that represents TriMet employers, uh, employees says that they wanted research done on the long-term impacts of constant exposure to the drugs. Yeah, exactly. The results of this study are, oh, we got a little bit in the air, a little bit in the surface. Well, combined, here we go. I want to know. You put put one of these researchers on there and have them huff the meth and fentanyl smoke for a while. And then you tell me what that looks like. You tell me if they can finish the study. I want to know what that looks like. Because if you've ever smelled, if you've ever inhaled secondhand fentanyl smoke, it is not a pleasant experience. It is just not. It's it's nasty. It is nasty stuff. It's just like, oh, good Lord. It kind of smells like burned plastic because it's, it's a bunch of chemicals, right? It's a bunch of nasty chemicals that are brutal to get off of any kind of hard surface and they just stick there and it's, um, it's just it, terrible. It's why it's killing people too, right? It's so strong. It's so nasty, gets in your system, just puts you down. So yeah, I would want to see long-term research done on the impacts of constant exposure to the drugs as well. If that's my job, if that's what it entails, then, um, all right, well, do I get hazard pay for this? Do I get a hazmat? Do I get to drive the bus wearing a hazmat suit? Is that what we're doing? Is, is that the direction that we go? Oh, no, no. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's pretty minor levels. I mean, continue to feel free to drive your bus and, you know, drive your, your train and, you know, it, it's good. And everybody else in public in general, ride the bus. It's good. It's fine. I mean, again, don't lick your hand after you put it on anything in the bus and that may not work out well, but seriously what'd you think was going to happen? Because we know that this is an issue. So this is like a blinding glimpse of the obvious, right? All right. We got math, we got Coke, we got fentanyl, and we got it all on our public transport here in the Pacific Northwest. We should be proud, shouldn't we? I mean, geez. Some of the stuff that the Pacific Northwest is going through right now, I mean, it's it, it, the world is looking in going, what a train wreck that is. What a train wreck. And I'm podcasting daily on it. Thanks for being here. All right, we'll catch up with you in the next one. Bye for now.